1: America welcomes you to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Now, here's the host and CEO of BR Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz.
2: Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Happy Thursday. And today, we are going to be talking about Tranquilla, which is a relaxation drink. And our guest this morning is Serge Carnegie, who's live from Las Vegas and probably not awake. Hi, Serge. How are you?
3: Hi, Cindy. How are you doing? It's my pleasure to be on the show. I'm definitely not awake. Uh, Las Vegas.
2: <laughs> Did you go to sleep?
3: The sun is rising. I'm not sure if it's the best time to talk about a relaxation shot. You know, probably better better time to talk about coffee. <laughs> but,
2: well, you, you have other drinks too. We talked about, you know, I introduced the show talking about Tranquilla, but we also know that you have a company called Vitella Brands, right? And right. under that category, you also have energy drinks as well, right?
3: Uh, yes, I do. I came out with an energy drink that, um, that I called 4.0 GPA energy, and obviously we're targeting uh, students. Uh, with this drink, we added ginkgo biloba. It's, a, it's an extract that um, actually improves brain activity and memory. Uh, this is why we decided to you know, go after students, uh, which, is a, which is a huge market.
2: No, it absolutely is. Well Energy Drinks became very, very popular and I know that you perfected it. So um you could feel free to talk about Tranquilla or you could talk about, you know, any of the other drinks that you may have created. It's fine. This is your your half hour love.
3: <laughs> well, I, I think we'll concentrate on tranquila and though no, it's less than it's seven o'clock in the morning. Uh, it's uh, you know, it's a very exciting new category that I created. Uh I'm in Las Vegas right now. I'm doing the the uh, NAX show at the National Association of Convenience Stores.
2: Oh, that's you. a very big show for you. I mean, I, NAX is very, very important for you. How long have you been in Vegas so far?
3: I've been here since Monday, but you know what? I should have came just yesterday. Uh, you know, five days in Vegas is a little too much.
2: Yeah, I would imagine. But did you go to sleep last night at all?
3: Oh, you know what? Because of this interview, I tried to go to sleep earlier, but, uh, you know, I I had to take some clients out, and uh, obviously, you know, we we were at a restaurant, and we went to a couple more places. I could use some sleep, but I'm, I'm okay.
2: Oh, well, I hope that you sleep today after the show.
3: Absolutely, yeah. I (laughs) I hope
2: that you do. But, um, no, we're very – the Tranquilla brand is actually very, very timely because, as you know, everybody's pretty stressed out because of the economy and everything. And, um, you know, because of the vitamin B ingredients that you've arranged to be in the creation of Tranquilla, um, it's a mix that really does make people calm down, right?
3: Well, yeah, the proprietary blend of L-C and B-Vitamin, zinc, and uh, melatonin, and uh, all the other good stuff, it definitely helps to elevate the mood and, you know, get, you get the edge off. Uh, it, it's, I think it's a great timing, uh, and you're absolutely right. There's a lot of stressed out people these days uh, with uh, the job market, with the stock market, and the real estate market uh, being at their best shapes. Uh, but at the same time, people... Are, People are not willing to spend the money. You know, it's very, very tough. It's it's a it's a tough market. It's a
2: no, tough it market. is. Well, it is a tough market, right. but it's it's cost efficient for you. I think that you priced it right, didn't you? Uh,
3: well, yes, I priced it uh, in in line with the energy drinks and and uh, and the same size. You know, the two ounce bottles are usually between two ninety nine and three ninety nine. So that's where I priced my product at. Uh, on our website, it's actually two twenty nine per bottle if you buy twelve.
2: Okay, so you could go to www.tranquilla.com, and you could buy yourself you could buy yourself the drink and learn to relax, right? My idea. So you could be anywhere in the country and do that. I know that your initial rollout um, retail market-wise is New York City.
3: Yes, we're concentrating on New York City. Um, you know, it's very tough to, to go nationwide right off the bat. We decided to, I created a, a new marketing model that I'm implementing in New York City right now, and if it works out fine, you know, we'll take the model to other major markets, such as uh, Chicago, Michigan, Florida, Los Angeles.
2: Yeah, no, Los Angeles. We got to hand out that stuff on Venice Beach.
3: There you go. As so <laughs> far as I know, Red Bull back in the day when they started, I believe in the late uh, 90s, so it's either 1996 or 1997. And this is where the Red Bull started uh, in, uh, in, in the West Coast.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. And you know that it took off. Um, it, was, it became very, very popular in West Coast clubs. Um, mm. The clubs started stocking them, you know, with the bar drinks. Yes, and, Red as, Bull. You know, that's when people started making, you know, Red Bull mixed drinks with Red Bull and vodka and all of that kind of stuff. I don't know if that's such a good idea, but um, it became very, very popular.
3: It is very popular, yes. I'm, I'm not sure if I, if I like the concept, but yes, some reason. Well, you see, you never know what people will come up with.
2: I well, know, you never know what people... Well, anything that will give people a different feeling, I guess, but if it's cool and hip and people are running around with, you know, a can of something in their hands and you see celebrities drinking it and, you know, it, it just becomes a part of the scene, voila, it starts selling. And, of course, if the clubs start stocking it, it's very, very easy for people to just kind of ask for it. And I guess, you know, you, you, have, you have some rolling out to do with Tranquilla. I mean, I guess I would ask you this, um, you know, where would you like to see it? You're, you're at very, very early phases now, and I know that you have distribution with Hudson News in New York City, um, which is great, but what do you envi- where do you envision it? Being sold in the next couple of years or the next year
3: well hopefully just like the energy sector and and uh, other sectors I would like to be in the convenience store uh, in, in the convenience stores uh, you know gas stations uh, you know we need to be easily accessible for 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 people you know just go to to any store and you find it that's the best, uh, I think that's the best thing for us. Just like with Red Bull, you know, it's very hard to imagine a store without one right now. You go to well, that's any true.
2: It's, store, it's a part, it, you know, it's just a part of the shelf.
3: Exactly, exactly. So I'm hoping, and, you know, at some point, you know, a year or two years down the road, uh, hopefully, our when will be. Every store, just like Red Bull, with Hudson News, uh, we just we, were, we just uh, signed a contract, and uh, well, we're actually about to sign a contract this week. Uh, and as, as soon as we do, uh, Tranquility will be available at every Hudson News location.
2: Well, that's fantastic. Week. And in New York City, for my listeners that are outside of New York City, um, the newspaper kiosk is very, very, very popular. Um, you see them everywhere, you see them in the streets. you see them at airports. you see them you know at, you know new york city it 's hard to not see a Hudson newsstand somewhere right so you know they give you they put it up on the shelf It will be easy for people to get along with their newspapers or magazines or whatever convenience thing they might be looking for
3: oh yeah i'm i 'm very excited about the deal I think it 's our biggest uh... Biggest win so far with this new product. Uh, Hudson News is a very reputable chain. Uh, they're a great group of people, uh, and it's, uh, it's it's an honor to to be on their shelves.
4: Well,
2: no, I remember I remember Hudson News's importance when I was at Playboy Enterprises, because obviously Hudson News was the largest New York distributor of the magazine. So um, we used to we used to hang out with them a lot.
3: <laughs> right.
2: We understand their importance, and it's, you're in very, very good company with Tranquilla Brand and Hudson News, so that's fantastic. Well, let me ask you this. Um, how did you come up with the idea?
3: Uh, I was brainstorming. I was uh, looking to come up with something original because the market is filled with energy drinks. I mean, it's very hard to impress any, anybody with any new energy drink. And so this one day I decided to go the other way. I said, you know what? What goes up has to come down, you know? Uh, people over caffeinate themselves all day long and then they come home and they can't, uh, they can't sleep, they can't come down. I said, this is what they need at the end of the day. You know? Of course, of course. Other people not take these, not drink these energy drinks and not drink drink, tranquility, just be naturally uh, energized and then be able to sleep at night. But since people are actually drinking, you know, there's energy drinks, there's energy gum, there's energy bars. Um, I, I think they'll come out with energy air very soon. Uh, so people get so over during the day that uh, I feel, I think, and uh, my research so far shows that people do need something to come down at night. Something natural, something light, uh, something that will not uh, make you um, feel uh, drowsy in the morning the next day.
2: Yeah, no, you so what you did, you're a genius because you came up with the anecdote. <laughs> it was the caffeine anecdote. Because you know that everybody you studied the caffeine market so much so you knew that people were really get indulging in the caffeine and you wanted to create something that could balance that and sort of um alleviate some of the caffeine in people's systems, I guess, without giving them, you know, alcohol.
3: Yes, yes, <laughs> it's a it's a great um it's a- great ingredient uh, or formula and, and also as as you know Cindy we have two formulas. One is a daytime non drowsy formula and the other one is PM. Um and thus people can take it during the day uh to take the air off and still be able to work and drive and uh do whatever they have to do. And then there's a PM formula, which is a drowsy and I do not recommend anybody take it during the day uh unless you're planning on sleeping during the day. Yeah, I mean, no, that's not what you want to take
2: now, is it? Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no. Well, then if it helps you sleep, the PM formula—that's fantastic too, because it, um, you know, it has the melatonin in it, I guess, right?
3: Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's one of the ingredients.
2: And um, as we know, melatonin is a natural way to get relaxation without you know feeling like you're drugged the next day, right?
3: Melatonin is is something that our brain produces on its own uh, And that's if everything is is alright If you're in good health and in good shape Uh, Sometimes uh, our body stops uh, uh, producing it And this is where we start having problems I mean this is not the only problem with sleep But this is, uh, you know, a lot of times people are having problems sleeping Just because uh, their brain stops producing melatonin Which is a natural uh, ingredient in our body
2: Got it. Well, listen, you're going to be happy to hear this, but we have to take our first commercial break, so your first ten minutes is done. So you you could only have to keep your (laughs) eyes open for another ten minutes after the commercial. And um, I want everybody to check out Tranquilla Tips on Twitter, and I want everybody to check out Tranquilla Lives on Facebook, and um, more with Serge when we come back after this break. Stay on by. Bye.
5: News. 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 Opinion. News. Can, you Can you hear me? Your voice counts. Call toll free. 1 866 472 5787. 1 866 472 5787. VoiceAmerica.com. It's sex education like you've never heard before. Want to improve your love life? You know, that love life. Join sexual wellness expert and certified erotic educator Jaya for Sex with Jaya. She'll bring you cutting-edge techniques to expand your erotic repertoire. Jaya will offer advice and speak with guests who will shed light on everything to do with sex. You can even listen together with that special someone. Sex with Jaya is broadcast live every Friday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Is there truly a lesson in every situation?
6: Can you learn from another person's experiences or are lessons learned when they only happen to you? Dave Pelzer, number one national and number one international best-selling author, challenges listeners to stand tall, to be accountable no matter what the setbacks, and to recommit to enhancing their lives as well as assisting others around them. Listen to The Dave Pelzer Show every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Radio Network
5: stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast all the time the number 1 internet talk station where your opinion counts voiceamerica.com
4: oh boy, <laughs>
1: Welcome back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. If you have a question or comment, call in at 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to the show. Here's Cindy Rakowitz.
2: We're back with The Drink King. Serge Carnegie, and Serge is rolling out Tranquilla, and he's at the NACS show right now in Las Vegas, which is the National Association of Convenience Stores, which is a very, very big show, 24-7. Every representative and buyer from convenience stores throughout the country come, and they look at what products they want to stock on their shelves, and Serge is there in a very timely fashion, I'm sure taking them out to very late hours in the morning so that he can... Uh, Roll out the brand successfully, and Serge, you've kind of done this before. You came from—I know that we've met through the hyper, you know, the um, hyper, the hyper coffee market, right?
3: That is correct. Yes, I used to be in the coffee business, and a lot of people are still so laugh at me now. They say, "Well, Serge, listen, you went through you went from hyper caffeinated, extra caffeinated coffee to a relaxation drink. What's wrong with you?" Uh-huh. Well, Haha. You know, I you know coffee is a great item. Uh, there's a huge competition out there. I've had a lot of fun uh, during the past uh, five or six years. Um, you know, promoting coffee, marketing coffee, and now uh, you know I just decided to go the other direction. That happens. You know, people change careers, people people change their views in life and things like that. So I said, hey, why not? Why not make that change? So here I am today with uh, the relaxation shot.
2: Well, you know, again, you know the market and you know what's out there and you understand how popular, you know, um, the energy drink, the caffeine drink market is, and I think that it actually is a brilliant strategy that you came up with sort of something to balance that out because you really don't hear of many relaxation drinks. It's not a category that, you know, people are talking about. You hear people talking about energy drinks all the time, but, you know, when it comes to a relaxation drink, I you know, the only thing that comes to my mind is a warm cup of milk or, you know, decaffeinated tea or, um, you know, or, or an alcoholic libation, right? <laughs>
3: right, right, right. Well, right. I was surprised to see at uh, the show how many um, other companies are actually copying my concept.
2: Yeah, I know. I Well, we've had some experience with that. I know that you've sent me, you know, you know, other people and they're trying to marketing their brand. So you come up with the concept, and all of a sudden, people see that there's credence to it, and they want to exploit it as well.
3: Yeah, well, it, it feels good in on one hand, you know, and on the other hand, uh, you know, listen, I just came out with the concept. Come on, give me some time. You know, they just they just copied it in within within several months. Amazing.
2: Well, you know what they say in marketing? It's that if you if you do have copycats, it means that you did something right. And that imitation is the best form of flattery, right
3: absolutely yeah
2: you know, so when you go out there you i 'm sure you say this in the cell, but you talk to people and you talk you're the real deal, you came up with the concept, you studied it, you you know you understand the the beverage marketplace, you have experience in the beverage marketplace, so you know it's you could have imitators ripping off the concept and throwing it in a package, but really the you know, it's the primo guy that really understands it and rolls out first. That usually, you know, can can rule in the marketplace. So don't you worry about that. I think that it's a compliment.
3: I, I agree with you. Plus, plus, uh, I have spent uh, several months developing packaging and the formula and the taste, and uh, I, I get a lot of compliments on the, on the packaging itself.
2: Well, the packaging is great, and the taste is is good too. It's kind of lemony.
3: Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's no aftertaste. It's it's, it's very good. I, I get a lot of compliments on that. And Hudson News Buyer, when we first sat down, she said, uh, "Well, Serge, we've got a lot of samples from all these different companies, and we say we think that your your packaging and the taste profile, and the, the actual formula and the functionality is by far, um, you know, it's, it's much much better than the competition. And uh, I'm I'm very proud to to say that." You
2: know, you, as you should be, as you should be, and again, you know, I want to mention to you that you know on Twitter, Tranquilla Tips, um, you know, there's a lot of people that start logging about. You have about 300 followers right now, and what we're doing is um, is where you know we want to make sure on your behalf that you know the followers are real, you know, really into it and really interacting, and they've used it as a log to talk about their stressed out moments, and, you know, I'm really stressed out, and what do I do about this, and, you know, the conversations go back and forth, really, about, you know, a rap session about stress all day long. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, everybody should check out Tranquilla Tips, and on Facebook, you could become a fan, and learn more about Tranquilla on a day-to-day basis, and that's you know, Tranquilla Lives. Um, you know, please please talk and, you know, Serge is loving the fact that there's interaction and community groups about stress, particularly a lot of people are talking about commuting in New York and because, um, you know, a lot of the followers that you have naturally are from the New York area because that's where you're rolling out. So a lot of them talk about commuting. You know, a lot of them talk about, you know, the stress of, um you know, the crowded trains and late trains and um not being able to get a cab and all of that kind of stuff. So it's um really, really a lot of fun. Um I wanted to also ask you how um I mean, you're the first guy, so I guess that that's how you ensured that your drinks are breaking through the clutter, right? Um yeah. You know, what are the demos for relaxation drinks? I know that you mentioned before that in the energy drink category, it's mostly college, right? But the energy, the relaxation drink is a different kind of demographic, isn't it?
3: Well, relaxation, I think uh, there are so many stressed out people these days that almost anywhere you do a demo or sampling, it's it's a hit. All right. Well, uh, we're concentrating on New York City right now, uh, as I mentioned before, um, just uh, just in the past couple of weeks, we I think we gave out more than 2,000 bottles, and we have sampling teams. We have marketing teams in the city uh, at major uh, train stations such as uh, you, know, you know Wall Street, Bowling Green, uh, 42nd Street, Times Square, Penn Station, Grand Central Station, and all these locations where there's thousands and thousands and thousands of people uh, you know coming out of the train station, going back in, and this is where we sample our product. Right away, we see results because a lot of these people will go to our website. I mean, they'll try it first. They will like it because they will sleep well at night, and the next day they'll order uh, more products on our website. Uh, and it's like direct response. It's great to see how people respond to the concept <laughs> uh, and to the formula, which is again a uh, very news. Are you there? Yes, I am. Can oh, okay. Hear? I
2: thought that you disappeared for a moment. Good. I didn't want you to fall asleep on me just yet. You may. <laughs> you no. only have a couple of bit more no. minutes. Um...
3: Enough not to fall asleep. No, I'm good.
2: Oh, um, good, good, good. Did you have energy drinks before this? I
3: I never I never drink energy drinks. I seriously don't believe in them. Um, I exercise, and I believe in natural energy. Uh, you know, all these energy drinks. I, I think people get a little too carried away with them. We have to uh, get that energy naturally. That's that's what I believe in. Well,
2: you know, as the, because you're a person that works out, you understand that it's, a, it's the best thing for a person to, you know, both re- relieve stress and, you know, at the same time get revitalized every time they do a workout if they're doing it on a regular basis.
3: That so is, you... um,
2: it's very, very important. And I always tell people that there's a systematic approach to everything. Um, You know, it's not an energy drink or a relaxation drink alone that can help you, you know, feel energized or feel relaxed. You really should have a systematic approach to health in life, and not any one thing can really do the trick alone. And working out is such an important part of that. Don't you believe that?
3: I sure do. I've been doing it all my life, and I can't imagine myself not uh, you know, not working out because I think, yeah, that's how you keep yourself in shape. And, uh, you know, even the stress. Stress is, uh, you know, you just go work out, and, and you're less stressful. With, with, with um, me being the president of the company and with, with all the stress associated with it, I just can't imagine not – I can't afford not to exercise and uh, not to get that natural stress relief. And natural energy and stamina, so that's why I, I, I recommend to everyone who's listening to us. You know, uh, relaxation shots great, uh, energy shots awesome. But do yourself a favor, you know, exercise and eat healthier. I think the reason why this category is booming right now, you know, energy and caffeine and coffee and relaxation, because we're we're getting so lazy. We just we're looking for for an easy fix, you know, for for an easy. Uh, Uh, something that will give us energy and then then put us back to sleep, give us energy and put us back to sleep. We have to get that in a natural way.
2: No, it's so true. I'm so glad that you're saying this, and it demonstrates that you really understand, you know, how the body works. And when you put your thought into creating the relaxation drink, you know that that should be a complement to a regular daily routine. You know, one of the things that, um, you know, that always surprised me is in the diet pill category and you know that well too, I'm sure or just are aware of it. People think that they can lose weight just by taking like a diet pill and that's not that doesn't work. If you're going to still eat, you know, your french fries and, you know, mayonnaise and, you know, all those things that are really bad for you, if you take diet pills, it really doesn't help you, does it? <laughs>
3: Oh, it only makes things worse actually. You'll lose some weight and then you'll gain more.
2: Yeah, no. Well, see you have, you know, you you have this credible, you know, health knowledge. So, that's why people should go on onto www.tranquilla.com and check out, you know, the Tranquilla drink and Tranquilla PM. Do not take Tranquilla PM um, if you're at the office and need to relax because you'll go to sleep and, you know, it's better for you to take it at night. When people, I'm sure you tested this, when people take Tranquil at p.m., do they report that they are sleeping through the night?
3: Most of the people do say that they slept through the whole night, yeah.
2: Well, that's amazing then. That's absolutely amazing because there are so many people that can't sleep because they're so worried about losing their homes or whatever the case may be. Well, listen, you made it, kiddo. You know, I know that you were trying to say to yourself, how are you going to get to, to do the show, and that, you know, you don't really talk much. But by the way, Serge, you talked really, really, really fine.
3: <laughs> well, thank you very much, Cindy. I, I, I hope the listeners um, think the same way.
2: No, I think that I just want the listeners to go into www.tranquilla.com and check out what you're talking about, and um, you go get some rest. And, uh, enjoy the rest of Vegas and what you do in Vegas stays in Vegas. You know that, right?
3: Yeah, I hope so. Yes, I hope it stays here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, Vegas
3: is exhausting.
2: My All right. God. Well, listen. You take care, and thanks for joining us on the show. Stay tuned. Right. Stay tuned to talk about cybercrime, and we'll be back in a couple of minutes. And bye. <laughs>
0: Are you a wow, a wise, outrageous woman of a certain age who wants thrilling work, vibrant health, joyful relationships, financial freedom, and the new F word, fun, in the next stage of life? Join host Lynn Schreiber in the wow zone each week where you'll meet amazing women who are creating lives filled with passion, purpose, and pizzazz in the wow zone broadcast live every tuesday morning at 11 a.m eastern time 8 a.m pacific time on the voice america variety channel anything is possible
5: are you ready to get freed up the leader in internet talk radio voiceamerica.com
4: oh boy, come on. get
1: free advice from crisis communications guru Cindy Rakowitz now call 866-472-5788 let's get back to stars of PR here's the host and CEO of BR Public Relations Cindy Rakowitz
2: We're back, everybody, and um, continuing with our show today, um, I have a special segment talking about cybercrime because October, for those of you who don't know, is Cybercrime Awareness Month, and I have a preeminent um, doctor who is a mathematician who has been advising about um, systems and potential security problems for many years, and his name is Dr. Stan Stahl from the Citadel Information Group. Thank you for joining us this morning, Stan.
7: Cindy, good morning. It's a pleasure to to talk to you and your audience.
2: Um, It's a pleasure to have you. I have to tell you a little story, a little anecdote that will, um, you know, give a context to what you do and all of this. Um, I told my husband this morning, David Edelman, who's also a Provisors member and a partner at Greenberg and Bass Law, Mm -hmm. that you were going to be a guest on the show, and he said, Wow, Stan's great. He came over to the law firm and he showed us how easy it is to hack into systems.
7: <laughs> yes, that that is unfortunately all too true. Uh, not just uh, people on our side showing how easy it is, but in fact the, the cyber criminals who have uh, the the world has changed out there, Cindy. Just in the, in the last few months, even uh, from from what we saw a few years ago, with uh, mostly at that point it was a few criminals and a lot of kids just trying to, you know, get trophy points. Now it's, it's, it's cybercrime out there.
2: Yeah, know, and, and, it, and it's real and it's alarming. And, you know, when I was talking to Steve Lee from Steve Lee & Associates about this, he really has a great respect for what you do, and he's certainly aware of how vulnerable we all are in this, you know, in this electronic phase you know, that we're all kind of propelled into right now without realizing what the security risks are. And you have all kinds of people that are doing online banking and, you know, they'll say, well, you know, don't put a stamp on an envelope anymore. You do that online. And But nobody seems to know the vulnerabilities or the warnings that, you know, they should be aware of. Um, in being able to have, you know, money stolen or, you know, privileged information stolen. And, again, you just make it seem so easy, and that's really frightening.
7: Well, I, I think you're right, uh, what you say. We, we've seen stories of um, one was in, in the Washington Post not too long ago, uh, a wrecking company up in Northern California. Um, woman in the accounting department logged into their online banking system Um, she received an alert. It looked like it came from the bank. It was just, you know, a web page came up that said, we're sorry, the the bank uh, is unable to process any online transactions for the next 15 minutes. So she went and did some other things. And in that 15-minute period, uh, cyber criminals who had really sent that message to her, that web page to her, uh, had full access to her online, her company's online banking system and stole half a million dollars from them.
2: See, that? I mean, that's alarming. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's just really, really alarming. I mean, <laughs> I guess the only upside is if you don't have half a million dollars, you don't have to worry about <laughs> that, the That's true. A... <laughs> But, I mean, yeah. you know, that's scary. This is probably a person's life savings or, you know, company account or whatever <laughs> it may be. And just like that, it's gone, and you can't track it, can you?
7: Well, it's, it's interesting. First of all, the the question of personal versus corporate, if it's a personal account, and you discover it within a reasonable period of time, your bank will make you whole. Uh, that's the way the banking laws and regulations are. Well, for that's, a corporate that's... account, however, um, once that money leaves the bank and then leaves the place where the bank has transferred the money to, uh, the bank kind of wants to wash their hands of the whole thing. And so this is a particularly challenging problem for corporations, for businesses, uh, much, more than, much more than it is for uh, the, the consumers like you and me.
2: Well, you know, that makes me feel a little better. <laughs> Good. <I laughs> a sure. little tiny bit better. But there are so many businesses that do all of their, you know, payroll transactions and, you know, all of their banking online as well. And I'm sure that you see that. And when you explain to people how easy it is for a half a million dollars to disappear, and when it's a corporate account, the banking, you know, the banks can more easily wash their hands of it or keep a distance from it. Mm-hmm. You've got to have people open their eyes.
7: Well, and that's partly, Cindy. What I'm very, very appreciative of what you're doing right now, because the biggest challenge here, more than more than technology, um, more than anything else, really, is just that business owners, consumers, all of us, so the whole world. Uh, needs to really understand what what this challenge is. There's a wonderful scene, if you know the movie Casablanca, where uh, Rick, the the, uh, Humphrey Bogart character, says to Sam, you know, play it again, Sam. Right, uh,
4: right.
7: What time is it in New York? And he says, they're sleeping in New York. They're sleeping all over America. Well, they're sleeping all over America when it comes to cybercrime. We're beginning to wake people up, but it's, it's a long, slow process.
2: Well, let me ask you this. I mean, you mentioned that the Washington Post, Recently, did a great article that was an eye opener, and I think that I read it quickly. Um, you know, I what else can be done? You know, aside from people like you who are preeminent and you know understand how this works. I mean, I guess it has to happen to more people, unfortunately, before it becomes you know a public hysteria.
7: Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I'm not I, I'm not sure that the you know that that it's going to be solved in a public way, although. Uh, kudos to to President Obama, and that he's the first uh, president, and certainly the, even the first national leader uh, to raise this whole subject up to a presidential, prime ministerial level. But ultimately, where the solution lies, and if you talk to Secret Service, FBI people, they will they will tell you the, the same thing: each and every business out there, each and every consumer out there, has got to get smarter about all of these challenges and begin to manage them. I mean, I, I, I grew up in an era in, in America and in a small town in America where we never locked our doors. I live in Los Angeles now. Not only do I lock my doors, I have an alarm system. That shift has occurred in a somewhat natural way over the last 40 or 50 years in America. And whether you like it or not, it is the reality.
3: Oh, and we've
7: got to do the same thing. When it comes to cybercrime, but we don't have 40 or 50 years. Uh, we will, um, we, companies will, will simply, too many of them will go out of business from having been hit by cybercrime.
2: And I, and I think that's true. And you hear about it every once in a while, um, just don't hear about it enough. I think mm-hmm. that Steve Lee mentioned to me that there's a, a, a surprising amount of money that gets. Stolen from accounts on a daily basis, and one of the thing one of the things that hackers do is you mentioned before the half a million dollars. But hackers also know how to go into multiple bank accounts and take a little here and a little there, so it's not noticeable. Is that correct? That's
7: that piece of it is true. What is also true for cyber criminals is they're able to go into a business and. Electronically, I'm talking about you know they're they're able to cook the books, if you will, in ways that a little bit at a time will get passed right under the nose of the auditors, um, because when you're looking at a large enough quantity of money, a large enough quantity of transactions, you can't look at everything. That's just not cost effective. Be the equivalent of counting paperclips, if you will. So if you can make the theft small enough that it's like a paperclip here, a paperclip here. Three thousand dollars, five hundred dollars, and so on. It's not too difficult in in larger companies for that to simply slip under the radar.
2: Let me ask you this: What is the profile of a cyber criminal? Are they the, Can they be um, right next door in the United States? Are they somebody outside of the country? Does it vary?
7: It, it very much varies. Um, and it's, it's not the cyber criminal so much as cyber criminals, cyber gangs. Um, think think The Godfather, you know, that, that kind of a scenario. Um, but now take it out of New York or Las Vegas uh, or Miami Beach, if, if, if you know the movies. Um, but make it worldwide. The... I'm, I'm involved in a case right now uh, where a business lost a half a million dollars to cyber criminals, and the criminals themselves came out of the Ukraine. Uh, that's the, at least that's the IP address that uh, law enforcement has tracked down as to where that was located. But the other side of it is okay. So the cyber crime cyber criminal takes out money from a bank, a corporate bank account. It's got to get that money into other people's bank accounts, and. Uh, there again, the Washington Post wrote about this uh, They hire what they call money mules, who are basically unemployed people here in America who don 't understand what 's going on. They get hired to um, accept money into their bank account in small amounts under ten thousand dollars, so it doesn 't have to be reported to the government they 're taught, trained, told, take that money out of the bank account, keep ten or fifteen percent for yourself. And get a Postal Service money order and send the rest of the money on. The people doing that hiring uh, come out, have in the one case that Brian Krebs wrote about, those people came out of China. So you're looking at worldwide gangs working together. Uh, Some are here in the U.S. The T.J. Maxx break-in was perpetrated by somebody here in the U.S. Some are coming from the Ukraine, some are coming from China, some are coming from other parts of the, of the world. Uh, they find themselves on Internet chat lines, uh, on, on kind of the, the, the dark alleys of the Internet, where only they know about, and hopefully so does the Secret Service and FBI. Uh, but uh, that, that's kind of how they, they work together. They, they pool all their resources to get this done.
2: This really, I mean, it is. It's like a cyber mafia.
7: hmm Exactly. It is exactly like a cyber mafia. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> it is
2: I mean, cyber mules or whatever. I mean, that's mm-hmm. frightening. there it must be such a dark world.
7: Oh, totally. Even to where if you're a good computer analyst, you can get a job finding vulnerabilities in software that the criminals can then exploit to do their nefarious deeds.
2: Uh, You know, it's it's a very, very dark world, and I hope that there's people like you, thank goodness, are bringing more awareness to it and hopefully helping people um, protect their systems so that, you know, at least while the the cyber mules and the cyber criminals are doing their thing, protection, I would imagine, is the best form of defense.
7: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. In, looking at the corporate environment, management has a role to play. I mean, they've got to set policies. They've got to, you know, tell people what their employees know what the issues are. Uh, the employees themselves have to be trained. In the case I mentioned earlier, where that woman uh, received the message when after she'd logged on to the online banking that uh, the system wasn't able to handle online banking for 15 minutes, employees need to be trained, need to be aware that that's a red flag. That's, you know, hey, that's not usual. We've got to be careful about this. The, the case I'm working on, um, an employee, again, in the accounting department of a, of a company, received an email that looked like it came from Facebook. And she blindly clicked on the link in that email, and clicking on that link resulted in the installation of uh, software, a Trojan horse on her computer that stole her, her credentials over the, the course of the next day or two.
2: Well, in the next segment, we're going to have to take a commercial break. Please stay sure. tuned. Um, in the next segment, we'll talk more about social media and some of the risks that social media can bring to a business, particularly if um, the social media platforms are placed on the same system as the corporate system. Mm-hmm. So stand by. More with Dr. Sandstall in just a minute.
4: we some
1: hard hitters
6: Hard Radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans it's an hour of hater free radio every week you'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches and fans it's humor, hits and conversation Hard Hitting Radio is on with Macmillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. Are you destined to be an everyday change agent in your organization, your relationships, your community? Learn how to become one when you tune in to The Change Agent on the Voice America Variety Channel. Justin A. Flunder, the chief change agent leader of the Flundonian Group, will help you examine every aspect of your personal and professional life. By observing your own thoughts, words, and actions, you will become the everyday leader that you are meant to be. The Change Agent airs live Thursdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety.
5: The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com
4: oh, boy, come on.
1: Cindy Rakowicz has won more awards... Then she can hang on her wall, including three Cleos. Call in now at one 472 5788 and you can have one. Okay, maybe not. But she will answer your questions. Back to Stars of PR with Cindy R.
2: We're back with Sam Stahl, who is the president of Citadel Information Group, and we're talking about cybercrime because October is Cybercrime Awareness, Month. I guess it 's good that we created an awareness month huh, Stan?
7: definitely it's good. Uh, it 's good it 's an indication of just how much work has to go on. It takes a whole month for this. Uh, you know We only have one day for example, for thanksgiving we have a whole month for cybercrime awareness
2: well, now I wish that it was a little bit more publicized, but again I, I know that the Washington Post probably you know came out during the month, if I remember correctly, it's fairly recent, the article, right?
7: Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, Brian Krebs is at the Washington Post has done quite a bit on this. And in fact, I'm you know, in my heart. I, I'm hopeful he wins a Pulitzer Prize for this kind of thing. What we've done in, in our firm is taken his, some of his stories, other stories as well, because of course we stay on top of this news and we've created a blog specifically designed to help raise this kind of awareness.
2: Well, I, I think that's great. I wish, I, you know, you and I are both in the Los Angeles market, and I know there's not really a cyber crime reporter per se. I mean, you have business reporters that might mm-hmm. cover, you know, the area, but you know, certainly not to a degree where people would be, you know, scared into action.
3: Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
2: it,
7: right. You know? Right. That's why, again, I'm I'm so uh, very appreciative of of your taking the time on your show. To help raise this awareness, I mean, it is public relations at its best, if you will.
2: No, I, I think that it really is. And you have a very impressive background yourself. Um, I, you know, you you are on, you an invited member of White House Presidential Task Force recommending right. government strategies to better secure private sector computer and communication systems.
7: Yes, yes.
2: And that's that's pretty that's pretty cool.
7: Well, it, it was interesting. Uh, certainly, it, it was, this was a, a while ago when I was on that particular committee. Um, and the, the focus of it at the time was more of the aerospace companies that uh, very specifically were dealing with, with a lot of government information uh, with, in the formal world called sensitive but not classified. Um, and, and there were questions, how do we help the, the, the industry itself? Kind of better lock this down, uh, it also I think is illustrative of the sea change that 's occurred is when I started in this industry, and that goes back almost thirty years now, what the primary sets of challenges were were government spying versus government spying, so all of my work was in that area era was very defense department, state department NASA related uh, now with the internet, where any computer in the world is accessible pretty much. From any other computer in the world because it's internet to internet, the whole threat category, the threat classification has changed. And as we've talked already, uh, cyber criminals have just figured out lots of ways to take advantage of that.
2: Oh, that seems, and it's not really that difficult for them to hack, is it? I mean, as you demonstrated at you know, some of your law firm you mm-hmm. know, demonstrations, it's pretty easy.
7: Well, and, and that's the unfortunate reality in that, uh, again, there was an article not too long ago. I've, I've got it on our blog. Uh, this was from the New York Times where they, they basically interviewed a lot of uh, IT departments in medium, small, medium, and even large size organizations. And the general conclusion was that they're fighting the last war, if you will. It's the old adage that, you know, generals are always fighting the last war. Uh, the IT departments are still focusing on, you know, the traditional antivirus, uh, software on firewalls, things like that, but the attacks are going right through those. Uh, the the attack that I mentioned that earlier, that five hundred thousand dollar attack, um, that was using the bank's own on or the, the company's own online banking system. Uh, no firewall in the world could block against that. Uh, the Facebook attack uh, that was an email that emails are designed to go through the firewall, and the particular Trojan horse uh, that that that. Uh, employee uh, downloaded uh, wasn't one that the antivirus software was already familiar with. So, if the focus is kept on those old defenses, that's not going to be enough. We've seen too many examples of just getting right through that.
2: Yeah, you no, know, it's it's really really frightening. But what can people do? Let's go through a simple list before we yeah. have to end the show of what people really can do. And I guess the first obvious thing is don't open emails that don't look kosher.
7: Well, that's completely true. And part of it is recognizing what's not kosher <laughs> um, because too much can. It's, it's too easy to fake things. I mean, we've, we've been familiar with spam and the kind of, those kinds of phishing attacks uh, for several years. Where in the early days, things were, you know, you'd have words misspelled. You wouldn't have the corporate logo in the email, things like that. Um, that's all changed. So now the employee has to become much more sensitive to uh, anything, even if it looks kosher, it may not be. So, for example, uh, just what to do. The, the employee who got the email that looked like it came from Facebook, instead of clicking on the link in the email, much better. Copy that link, uh, and then paste it into your browser. And now uh, the, it's everything's going on inside the browser, so the uh, the attack just won't work. It, it, you know, you you won't be uh, downloading that trojan on, onto your own onto your own computer. Uh, that, that's one kind of thing. On the other side of it as well, uh, any business that's doing online banking, I mean, there, there should look at a whole host of, of, of protection measures, but one very simple one doesn't cost any real money, is at the end of every day, go onto your online banking system, uh, get a report of what money's been transferred out of the, uh, system that day out of the bank that day and look at it and make sure that everything on it is what you expect it to be because if you can contact your bank soon enough they can get that money back for you
2: well that's very important any last any last um warnings or tips
7: well most important management and here i'm talking about chief financial officers chief executive officers have to absolutely become you know Recognize that there is a problem here and begin to pay the kinds of attention to it that it deserves. Um, in terms of keeping, uh, act, you know, staying up to date on what's going on, do check our blog. It's at blog.citadel-information.com. dot uh, com. That helps to raise the awareness, and then take, you know, take the controls that we write about in there and implement them in your own in your own business.
2: Well, listen, I want to really thank you for taking the time to. Um, share with my listeners it's very, very important information Um, this is a link you know, this is a podcast so this show will be archived and it will be available for listeners in perpetuity so if somebody is doing a search for information on cybercrime awareness it's very likely that this segment might pop up so I really, really want to thank you for your time and information
7: for Cindy. I thank you for your time and for helping to raise this such important topic uh, to your listeners.
2: Okay, well thanks a lot and have a great weekend.
7: Thank you. You too, Cindy.
2: Bye, everybody.